Good afternoon and welcome back to the Wikimama Takeover. It's Wednesday, it's sun shining outside actually for a change. Last week we talked about how we had four seasons in one day. We had uh, snow and we had showers and then we had sunshine on the school run. It was mental but today... It's great. It's beautiful, sunshiny weather, and it's lovely. Um, so welcome back to Stony Radio. This is the Wiki Mama Takeover. Um, and for anybody that didn't join me last week, I am Susie Lodge. I am the founder of Wiki Places for Kids and also the Wiki Mama Network. Um, Wiki Places for Kids is a trip advisor for parents looking for amazing things to do with their kids all across the UK. And everything on there has been recommended by another parent who's actually been and has actually got the T-shirt bought the food, <laughs> spent the money and enjoyed it and actually thought it was good enough to actually put on the website. So yeah, I am local. I live in Stony with my children. They go to the local school and um, it's so nice to be here. This is my second week, so please bear with me. Um, you um, may well have heard I've got a bit of a croaky voice and a little bit of a bunged up nose and you'd be right. I seem to have come down with the thing that everybody else has come down with. My littlest has actually been in my bed for the last week. She's been miserable crying at night with um bunged up nose and tummy aches and things like that so unfortunately i've not escaped it and here we are today but i'm gonna power on because that's what we do we power on don't we as mums and um with, there's no other choice so i'm here croaking at you um, and i'm so excited today to be joined by another susie who is my guest um Last week, I totally screwed up and I thought that we were having Organised by Rachel in this week and I talked a lot about decluttering, but actually that's going to be next week. So come back and um, join in with that. But I'm so happy to have my friend Susie join me, thankfully. And she came in last minute. I literally only mentioned to her yesterday, oh, by the way, I run a radio show and do you want to come on as a guest? So, and she has uh, been lovely enough to join me and I will explain all about what she does um, just after this. Welcome back. If I'd have been at home for that, I would have been dancing around the kitchen, screaming that loud with it on really loud. I just love that song. Um, but I uh, should have introduced it. That's obviously Florence the Machine, Dog Days. Um, it's actually a brilliant one. So I was talking a lot last week about Mother's Day because it was coming up on the weekend. And it would be great to if anybody's listening in and wants to tell us on the, on the little messenger... Um, what's, uh, what they got up to for Mother's Day, that would be great. There is a studio number, and I'm, I'm th- sure you must be able to find it on um, online if you're online, but it's 07391 I mean, that's I always say that super fast. I'm going to say it again. It's 07391 <laughs> I feel like I should be on some kind of a 1980s commercial. <laughs> when I say that so anyway we, we had a lovely Mother's Day in the end um, I was talking about it because I wasn't really sure how it was going to go but um, my son was playing football up in Derby so Rob and Jacob they left super early um, but not before they had brought me up a lovely cup of coffee in bed and some little gifts and it was really nice and I had a little bit of a lie-in which was really lovely um, and then later on I went for a nice walk around Stony. Uh, with the girls um, we went to Costa went for a walk around Stony, and then um, obviously when we got to the park and um, this always happens this is literally what always happens uh, Tilda needs to go for a poo 
So, <laughs> so we literally had to come back and we, we went back into Stony and I thought, right, well, do you know what? We'll go to the Crown because that's reasonably close. Um, we'll go to the Crown, we'll go for a poo. And, uh, you know, I bought her a fruit shoot just to make it look like I'd actually, uh, <laughs> I, did, I felt a bit bad just popping in for the toilet. So uh, then we went back out, we went back out to the park again. And then who needed a poo next? Obviously, Lily. Lily needed a poo. And I thought, that's it we're going to back to the pub and we stayed there then so I stayed for a couple of hours had a had a couple of gins and then we went out to the Casbah which is in Stony as well which um um actually we've been I've been once before with a group of girls and it was it's a really really fun thing they've got this bottomless brunch that they offer um which is obviously as much prosecco much as much um beer and as, as much as you can drink um they have different prices if you want to go up to spirits and uh, and have different uh, different things but it, it is really good you have two hours to literally drink as much as you can and and a massive platter of meat, essentially. Um, so we had that. It was really good. It must have cost us about £80. Pounds. Not entirely sure we had £80 pounds worth in the end because <laughs> it was the end of the day and I don't know that we... I couldn't drink that much. Um, but um, anyway, I do recommend... It's a nice... It's a kind of nice little party thing to do. So um, I, that was what we ended up doing. So I, t- I said before, I'm joined by my lovely friend Susie, Susie Burgess. Um, now, we met... Um, I don't know, three-ish years ago, we were both on the NatWest Accelerator program in Milton Keynes, which is basically like an accelerator for small businesses. You you, you apply to go on um, if you've got a small business and if you're kind of established already, um, you're in with the chance of getting onto their program um, and they will support you with coaching and lots and lots of mentorship and, and sessions like, um, oh, just across the sessions that are about all sorts of things like... Um, marketing and social media um, and um, strategy sessions, all that sort of thing. Anyway, it's brilliant. Um, um, we were lucky enough to get on at exactly the same time. So welcome, Susie. Hi. Thanks <laughs> so, for having me. It's so nice to have you and thanks for filling in at the very last that, minute. That's all right. <laughs> so, so I went on, on, on under the guise of Wiki Place for Kids. I wasn't doing um, the Wiki Mama Network at the time. Um, so it was Wiki Place for Kids trying to grow that. Um, obviously, um, during COVID, which was about a year into the programme, um, everything to do with Wiki <laughs> shut down. Right. So so that was a little bit annoying. Um, but that did not happen to your business because you are an osteopath. That's right, yeah. And a Pilates instructor as well, yeah, aren't that's you? that's right, yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking a lot about that later and how you got into the business and, mm-hmm. and and how it's all going and everything that you've seen that's been happening lately. But I would like to talk about your Mother's Day. What did you get up to on Mother's Day? Well, so my parents are from Scotland, so I went up to Scotland to see them. And we went to... so. To go back a little bit, I'm an ex-professional dancer, so I went back right back to my roots, to the village where I grew up, um, to my very, very old dance school, um, where we it was their show weekend. So I went back as an old girl um, with some other um, old girls, um, and we watched the show, and it was a tribute to our dance teacher's mother, who'd passed away, sadly. So it was a really lovely kind of Mother's Day feel, and then obviously I had to then take my mum out for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to a, a fancy restaurant on the shores of Loch Lomond, as you do. Oh, wow. That's as you do, which was stunning. lovely. And there were some nutters in the water in March because oh, really? that's what you do in Scotland uh, yeah it's all fine <laughs> that must have been freezing last week yeah. we were talking a little bit about yeah. open water it was swimming cold. yeah because um, that's something I'm going to get back into and in fact my mum just said to me do I want to have a, web- a wetsuit for my birthday and I was like yes so I sent her a link today <gasps> so I feel like I'm even one step closer to getting back in the water last year braver than me yes last year I started swimming from about May through to October wow. in the water in Stony. and it was play. amazing yeah 
officially I know, thank hard you. as nails. I do feel brave. That is very I'm brave. Like, oh, it is meant yeah. to be amazing for you, but I'm not sure the amazing for me would outweigh the freezingness of it. Oh, I um, I beg to differ. But oh, yeah, okay. I think I never wanted to do it before and now I'm I'm hooked on it. But I haven't been since October because obviously the temperatures dropped and it's just yeah, got... Really I was like, oh, I didn't have a wetsuit. So today yeah. I've ordered a wetsuit. It's happening. It's oh happening. my goodness, she's on it. Yeah. So I, I just want to ask a quick thing about the dancing. So what kind of dance are we talking about? Are you ballerina? Or? So no, I went to a ballet school. So I went to a place called Elmhurst Ballet School, which at the time was in Camberley in Surrey, but it's now in Birmingham Royal Ballet. Um, so they up shipped and, and went up to Birmingham. Mm. Um, so I went there from 16 to 19. Um, but I was on their musical theatre stream. So I worked um, in kind of commercial dance and did the majority of my dancing professionally on cruise ships. That's amazing. So I travelled oh. the world and had a very lovely time in the sunshine, swimming in warm water. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, it was good. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about the cruise ships again in a minute. Yeah. Um, so your Mother's Day in Scotland. Then, oh, yes. By Loch Lomond. Yes. And did you... What, what did you get up to for the so, day? So we had a very lovely dinner. Um, had, um, I had... I can't remember. I had a mate. Oh, I had a fancy fish. You know, when they put like... Yeah. The name of things that you don't even know what it is. <laughs> that type of place where you read it and go, I don't know what a tapenade is, but I'm going to go for it. Yeah. That's fine. Um, and then I had a slightly questionable crumble um, where um, I... I'm not even joking. It tasted like caramelised onion chutney. Um, and oh, I politely no. ate about half of it and then my sister was killing herself laughing because she was like, you don't like that, do you? And I was like, it, it tastes really weird. You know, when you eat something and it it looks different to how it tastes and it was just messing with my head of this mm. just tastes like a steak and onion sandwich and it's a crumble. This is not okay. Um, anyway, so that was my mother's day. But oh, I did eat it. No. I did, I did make a good effort. Oh, lovely. So, yeah. But you had a nice Mother's Day overall. Did you get, I did. Did you get treated by the children? So I unfortunately didn't get home in, until about 11 o'clock at night. So um, the children, bless them, had left me a little package um, on the kitchen um, table for me. Um, so, yeah, they'd left me stuff. But the littlest, had, I've got a 10-year-old, um, he'd stuck, tried to stay awake and he said he was going to stay awake. And obviously he was fast asleep by the time I got home. Yeah. Um, so, but <laughs> yes, but we had a cuddle the next morning and they wrote me some very nice cards. Oh, that's lovely. Yes. Lovely. Well, I hope that everybody else out there had a very nice Mother's Day as well. I do feel spoiled. I had a nice, I, I had a lovely, a massive mug, actually. I was given by an Emma Bridgewater mug, which is a pint it's a pint mug. And wow. I can only tell you that it might be the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love a big mug. I mean... Don't I, give me any of those fine yeah. bone china ones. Oh my no, gosh. no, no. I love a lot. It's a hug and a mug and oh. a, a pint of, of hotness. All day long. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so with you on that. Absolutely. I love it. So it was yeah. an absolutely amazing present. Oh, and I got the open water swimming gloves. So I oh. feel like, you know, the universe... So you'll be able to use your hands to pick up your mug. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Freeze so, off. So now I can Great. hold the mug. <laughs> so it's all good. Great. Right, we're going to go to our next song. I can't remember what I've got lined up. It is, oh, Castle on the Hill. I love Ed Sheeran. Brilliant. I love singing along to that. I am literally such a pop princess. And I think everybody's listening in has kind of probably got that sense from the music that I'm playing. Um, I'm going to just talk quickly about what I've uh, found this weekend uh, to do. You know, I did last week. So one of the things I, I'm just massively passionate about is getting kids outside, getting kids active, getting th kids doing things. I am also massively passionate about getting out of the house because I just hate being stuck <laughs> in the house. <laughs> I literally hate it. Um, it's, um, I, you know, I did say last week I love my house I'm very grateful for it it's a beautiful house and you know and all of those things but I am just much better being out than in so um, I am here to help anyone else out that's like that for, you know like me and needs to get out so 
I just did a little bit of research for what um, is coming up this weekend in Stoney and in the, in the surrounding area, Milton Keynes. Um, so in literally kind of no particular order and in no location order either, I'm going to go from the top. I found that you, if you've, anybody's got little ones out there who love Bing, I know that Lily would love this, um, at Woburn Safari this Saturday, there's this opportunity to meet Bing. Mm. So I thought that would be good. That, that, that looks like a good one. Um, my little one just loves, loves Bing. For some reason, we keep ending up what? Watching the Welsh version um, on CBBS, I literally have no idea why. But when she when she sticks when she does that thing with the remote, where you say play Bing, for some reason it's the oh I've done it again. I've whacked the remote, not the remote. This bong bong the microphone. Anyway, she so, um she seems to get the Welsh version up. So anyway, Bing this Saturday at Waven Safari Park. That sounds fun. There's also something called Social Pottery MK, and that's happening on Woburn High Street on Saturday. So I, basically, I, I found all of these on Google. I'm not any kind of magician. Literally, I Googled it. So it, for the actual times for all of these, I would just go back to Google and have a look yourself as well. But um, it's on Saturday, Social Pottery MK, and it's actually, um, it might be for children, but what I saw is it, for, it was that it was for adults, and I just thought, how nice, nice. is that? Yeah. Actually getting out and having a bit of time for yourself, but a bit of space. I thought that looked lovely. Um, another one for the kids. Um, on a Sunday, there is the Milton Keynes Brick Festival, which basically is Lego. Oh. Yeah, it's Lego. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going. Yeah, the Brick Festival. Um, so this is basically, I actually haven't been before, but lots of my friends have been. It's at the Ridgeway Centre, which is in Wolverton. And from what I understand, it's a opportunity basically to play with loads and loads of Lego, but also to see Amazing. lots of other kids and when people's big like models that they've got. Mm. I, I'm not exactly sure, but um, it looks like really good fun. And you know, mod, like Lego fa- fa- like fans out there just absolutely love this. So um, yeah, and there's another one as well, another um, book festival this weekend as well. So just Google that if you're interested. Um, Oh, this is one I really wanted to go and see. Um, I actually have been working with MK Theatre and they haven't um, <laughs> they haven't sent me to see this one. Gutted, but Demon Dentist is on at MK Theatre. Um, I'm pretty sure that opens this week um, and it's uh, I'm sure it's going to be brilliant. So um, that one is on and I think that one's going to go all the way through the Easter holidays too if you wanted to, um, to book something to keep the kids entertained over Easter. Um, now this looked quite good. This is at the Apple Store. They are having an event. Um, oh, in my genius, I haven't written whether it's Saturday or Sunday. I think it must have been Saturday between ten and eleven, and it's called the Art Lab for Kids. And you can basically make your own emoji. Nice. How cool is that? Making your own emoji. I don't know whether or not you can actually get the emoji and then get it actually on your phone or wow. get to use it, but. Um, yeah, I just thought, how how funny would that be? If you could make your own emoji, Susie. I don't know, but you, do you know what? As soon as I, you said that, I had a horrible thought because I have a 10-year-old boy and <laughs> I can tell you now what that emoji would be. It would be some kind of dancing poo emoji or something yeah, like that. So, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. As a mum of boys, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. In my head, I was thinking poo as well. Why yeah, is it the poo parents. one? Parents. I know. Yeah. Oh. They love it. Anyway, anyway. Right, so you can make your own emoji at the Apple Store on Saturday between 10 and 11. Nice. Um, one of our favourites is Climb Quest. So Climb Quest is at Milton Keynes in Kingston. They are a brilliant, like a clip and climb centre. Um, they have their Little Rockers event, which goes on all week, um, and that's for little ones. So you nice. can get your, um, yeah, I th- I think, I'm sure it's, Oh goodness! How old are they? It's like round about three, but mm. um, uh, 
but it's it's it, they have to be a certain weight. I remember that you have to be a certain weight because otherwise you can't um, use the bungee thing. I can't remember what that's called. I'm terrible. Hopefully, it's not a bungee. It's they not a bungee. Yeah, they're some kind of pulley system. I know. I actually, I actually do have a, a relationship with them, and I should have, I should actually know all these terms. But it's um, but I, I can't Amazing. can't remember. But it's little rockers, little yeah. rockers climb. It gives them the opportunity, yeah. the small ones, to learn build to climb. Confidence. Yeah, build confidence. Yeah. yeah, build their confidence up without lots of the bigger ones there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's um. That's on most of the uh, most of the week, actually. Um, not necessarily on at the weekends, but it's on most of the week. Now we actually have a um, a code which is called which is Wiki Climb. So W I K I C L I M B, which is ten percent off sessions. If anybody's interested in doing that, um, and I've got lots more to share with you in a little bit as well about other events that are coming up. Not just for kids, but for the adults. Give them opportunity to get out um, and maybe have a little bit of fun, a little bit of dancing, perhaps a bit of comedy. Um, um, and while we're on this track, um, it actually just reminds me of something you just said about the cruise ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Back in the day. Yeah. Which feels like another lifetime ago now. Oh, I bet. So I just want to ask this. So how did you even, how did this even come up? So you were obviously a dancer, but how did you so end up on a cruise ship? I, I basically auditioned in London and I my first contract was in Brazil, believe it or not. Amazing. As you do, you know, docked in Rio and then popped up and down the coast up to Recife and then down to Buenos Aires. Um, at the age of 19, living Incredible. the life. Yeah. Amazing. Very, I bet you've got some fun stories from there were being on the cruise it ship. Was, I'd say I, I did um, mature student university, but I can only imagine it was like being a, a really raucous halls of residence because we had like hall parties or corridor parties. Um, and obviously there was a crew bar and... Um, we worked in the evening, but we also, when we were in dock, we were off and we were in amazing places and in Carnival, in Recife and all sorts of very, very, like now I look back at it and mm. go, oh my goodness, yeah, I should have appreciated it more. But as a 19 year old, just like, oh, look, there's the, you know, Cocovada or there's the Acropolis and you're just walking past and thinking about where the, the, the cheapest cocktails are, as you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was amazing. I was very fortunate. Um, Unbelievable Unfortunately, experience. it set my barometer that mm. I'm just constantly cold now in the UK. Yeah, I think my heart is still in Miami or in, um, in Brazil. Wow. So yeah, no, I was very lucky. I it worked sounds... out of... Brazil, out of Miami, out of LA, out of New York, um, out of Genoa in Italy mm. um, and did a lot of travelling and saw a lot of amazing places. And so wh- why did that end then? What, how did that come Well, I got old. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, how old was I? 22, 23. Um, and obviously as a dancer, you pick up loads of injuries, which is how I ended up getting into osteopathy and that side of my business now. But um yeah, it just, um, it seemed like a natural transition. I met my husband, my now husband out there um, and I was getting to the point where um, you have to kind of make a decision of are you going to dance for the rest of your life um, or are you going to do something else with your life? And because I'd had I'd had a particularly bad back injury actually, um, having been dropped out of a crucifix lift um, on a moving boat. Um, so, you know, if you're oh. dancing on a ship, you've got to take into consideration the ship moves sometimes. Um, so I had a back injury and I was going to see an osteopath in Cozumel in Mexico, I think. Um, and I was just amazed by how you would kind of limp in and then he would put you back together again and you'd kind of go out and feel better. And obviously as a dancer, if you can't, work you don't get paid it's self-employed you um so it's very important that you can look after your body and 
like anybody who's self-employed, if you if you can't work, your body is part of your job, isn't it? You've got to be able to get up and go. Um, so yeah, that's how I ended up looking at alternatives, mm. um, and I looked at I looked at physio, chiropractic, and osteopathy um, as a kind of option. And then osteopathy seemed like it was the the best fit for me. And there was a course at Oxford Brooks, which was nearby where we were living at the time. So yeah, then moved into that kind of sphere of my life and left my little dancing shoes behind, um, and moved on a bit. Yeah. So I'm going to play my next song, which is one of your requests. It was. Tell me about this song. So this song takes me back, because obviously if you get a bunch of dancers together, it's very in our nature to copy and learn choreography. So this is way back in the day. um, But to my shame and to all of our shame on the Carnival Triumph, um, I think that was on the Miami run, we knew every single beat of this choreography and (laughs) come 12.30 at night. So we'd do the show and then we'd go to the disco after the show and come 11.30, 12.30 at night, you know, the guests were like shoved to the side slightly and all the dance crew, so there were 16 dancers in the cast, we'd all like literally start throwing the proper shape of the Kylie Minogue can't get you out of my head dance because we were losers I mean, um, but we thought we were cool at the time <laughs> that sounds like what's it called a flash mob <laughs> I know but before they were cool yeah. we were ahead of our time we were so ahead of our time obviously yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. this girl is ahead of her time let's play now um, and we were just talking over the break listen to me with a lingo I've even said the word segue in the flash I know <laughs> she's all over it uh, um, we were just talking about um what you're doing and um uh, one of my questions for you was how because we talked about it a couple of days ago actually when we met up and you were saying how um things are different like over three years we haven't seen each other quite a while Mm. but most of the reason for that is to do with the pandemic yeah and you're and you've said that you've seen lots of changes in people and in uh, the reasons they're coming to clinic but you just mentioned something to do with children too oh so yeah we were just talking about climbing for the children I can't remember what the centre was called so it's Climb Quest in Milton Keynes Climb Quest in Milton Keynes and I was just saying what a fabulous idea to get your little ones using their hand-eye coordination their grip strength their dexterity and their fingers um, because there is I believe quite a lot of evidence that youngsters now aren't able to do the hand-eye coordination as well as they used to be able to do for many reasons Um, but it's exposure if you don't do lots of different things with your hands and with your body then you're not going to develop the skill to do it later on and it's fundamental to even being able to you know manipulate scissors and hold um a sew a sew, knitting needle sewing needle mm. or anything like that so it's really important um so and i know it's something that um we're trying to do with our youngest a little bit more because he's not as dexterous as possibly he could be um but yeah great idea to take them climbing perfect it's interesting so just to dig into that a little bit more so you mentioned that it's Probably because one of the reasons is because anyway that their kids are spending a lot more time indoors. They mm. they're on devices a little bit more. Some so kids maybe yeah, yeah absolutely. I think there's there's more of a trend towards that way, isn't it? Mm. And um, uh, no judgment at all. Um, I am oh, a no. parent as well. Um, it's sometimes third, third it, childcare. Yep. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but it's also they mm. love it, don't they? It's it's how mm. they interact with each other. It's yeah. how they talk about it at school. It's it's part of their world, and we can't kind of take that away but it also needs to be balanced doesn't it it's 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 like anything it's use it or lose it if we don't expose our bodies to doing certain things then you don't develop the skills to do them and you you get stuck in a bit of a rut physically um and especially for the the early years where you're developing those skills it's super important Mm. um so we need a bit of bit of mix and match maybe maybe a little bit of outdoor and screen time to save parents sanity as i said no judgment attached Um, and mine absolutely go on screens when they need to 
it's a really big thing for me. I, mm. I do, you know, it's one of the reasons that I do love to get out as well because I find that, I, I don't know if anybody else has this, um, I'm sure they do, but I just find as soon as we get into the house that the TV mm. is on, yep. the kids are asking for the switches, the tablets, yep. you know, those the things. The conversation on my stops. Phone. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like in the house, that is their default yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, Lily's little and she still wants to play puzzles and she still plays with her toys a lot. But I can even see maybe a change in her over the mm. last six months where she's even becoming more happy, mm. happier than she was just yeah. to sit and play with, sorry, just to sit and watch the telly and do things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of the really big reasons yeah. I like to get out. Yeah. Because it means by default, we're not just sat in front of screens, we're not sat in front of the telly. I'm not listening to this god-awful youtube nonsense that tilda likes to listen to oh my goodness it's a particular humdrum isn't it oh, yeah and all these american influencers just you know going on and sucking them into their world yeah um you know it's just it's such tripe um so yeah i love to get out um and and it's something that I, I, even when we're at home, I had this vision when I had children that I would be, I know, that I know it was, and it's nothing like the real, <laughs> the vision was nothing like the reality. I had a dream. I had a it dream. It didn't go like this. <laughs> and now it's a nightmare. Um, so I had this, I had this vision that the children would be getting on their puddle suits and going out into the garden for hours. You know, Rob's mum. That's assuming you can find the puddle suit. You oh, know, I know you've put it in the cupboard and it's underneath five other things. Exactly that. Yeah. I did find ours the other day. Well done. It was by, it was by the tyre in the back of the car well done honestly it's no wonder it I couldn't was, find you know in the tyre compartment in of the course car. it was yeah obviously well, that's where you would keep it <laughs> of course that's, it why was, I, that's why yeah. I couldn't find it for ages so anyway so I had this vision that they'd go out into the garden a lot that they'd get mucky they'd mm. come in hours later you know and but even if I suggest going out into the garden to my kids I just get a point blank refusal mm. It's boring. It's, yeah, it's boring. It's Isn't boring. it such a shame? When yeah. I was little, I used to spend hours and hours. Yeah. Um, you know, probably not as young as them, but from seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, I don't know, I was out. Yeah. I'd go for hours. We'd mm. disappear over the fields. You know, things were, yeah. know, it, was, it seemed like a different time. We used to build dens in the local, exactly. In the side of the local golf course, which in hindsight mm. was probably a bit dangerous, you know, building mm. a den where um, people are whacking hard balls around. But um, yeah, you know, that's where we went. Yeah. Oh, go on. Oh, Lovely James is here. He's going Sorry. to jump in. Yeah. It's just that your subject that you're talking about is really important to my heart too, actually. And uh, and I agree. I, I really don't like the fact that our children nowadays are spending too much time in front of devices, etc. But it's like, what is the answer? Because like you, you were saying, Susie, about the kids and how they're not moving as much and they're not doing the things that they should be doing. Yeah. But it's like, how do we how do we change that? I don't want to interject mm. anymore, but I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing. It's such a it's such a mammoth thing to change, isn't it? I think in the first instance, maybe thinking about, okay, well, be mindful that they should be doing it, even if you don't know that you're not, yeah. what you're not doing. Um, and I'm, I'm fairly sure, I, would, I can double check this for you, but I'm fairly sure children are meant to do an hour's vigorous activity a day an hour mm. there's certainly some days my children don't do an hour's vigorous activity you know i might drag them around the park to get the dog walked but um but yeah it's 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 a difficult one isn't it i'm not even sure i've used the word vigorous and builder <laughs> in the same <laughs> sentence ever so i'm not sure bless her that she is um... but it, like you said though it used to come naturally didn't it to yeah. all of us yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. uh, we used maybe to... our parents just didn't like us and they just sent us out in hindsight <laughs> Actually, if we were all sent out for hours on end, maybe we were just really annoying and actually our parents had the right idea. But it's, I do think though that it's, 
I mean, I'm completely gone off track here, but I do think it's a different world. It's mm-hmm. a different time. It is. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't think there's more yeah. potential. I don't know there's more danger out there now than there yeah. used to be when I was seven. But mm. it's just, we seem to be so much more sensitive to it, so much more heightened yeah. to it, so much more aware, probably because yeah. of... But I think also when we... Well, I'm a bit older than you. When I was growing up, there were four fairly rubbish channels. Yes. And you had your, your well, children's TV was from 3.30 till 5. And then yeah. you watched Home and Away. And then you watched Neighbours. Um, very sad that that's all finished, isn't yeah. it? Um, but yeah, but then there wasn't very much, was there? No. It was, and certainly during the day on a weekend, it was football or football, mm. wasn't it? There wasn't any other alternatives. Whereas, Stephen H. won. Oh, no, no, no. Gosh, they did, didn't they? <laughs> no, 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 no. Why did they do yeah. that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, but now there's a whole internet out there and, and the... They don't have to ha- ha- pay attention to it mm. for very long because in three minutes' time, the next YouTube short is on, um, which is probably not great for concentration no. levels at school either. No. Um, but it's quite alluring, isn't it? You just, well, we've all fallen down the rabbit hole of just watching and then looking at the, what, the clock and you've done an hour's worth of nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's easy done, isn't it? No, exactly. Um, it's, um, it's just a... I think going out now seems to be boring. Yeah. Whereas when I was a kid, it was boring to be stuck inside. There was true. nothing to do. It, yeah. You had to, you know, the same, obviously you had toys, you had like mm. the crafts and things, but that required almost more effort, more imagination. That going mm. out was just great i used to like i used to have the the things like pogo sticks and oh, we, we used that. to jump over this bamboo yes. stick do you remember the circle it wasn't a pogo stick but it was like a, a flying saucer yes. Yes. with the ball in the middle and you might snap your ankle ligaments but it was fun but in that the was process fine. Yeah. yeah yeah oh I my god the amount of great ankles i had with yes <laughs> awesome i loved it can you imagine I giving it. our children that now they'd look at me you like know. i'd oh literally give them the on a wet button? fish they'd ask where the switch is how do i charge it Totally. They'd ask her how to charge it, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh. So I um I'm just I'm fascinated by all this. And you, you mentioned the other day that you um uh about all these changes that you're seeing in children you know, not just in children, but in people. You hmm. said that um coming into clinic that you yeah. that they used to, you know, tell tell us a bit more about so that. So all I would say is it's it's things are more complex than they used to be. And mm. I think accumulatively and as I said, no judgment attached, I include myself in this category. We all just moved a bit less. You know, you didn't even have to pop to the shops. You could do it online. Mm. You're, I, I bet if you kind of measured the amount of steps that you did in 2019 and then you measured them in 2021, I, I would put a fair amount of money that would be about a third. Um, so, and if you don't so move, you don't mm. get up out of the chair, if you don't get that daily mobilization of joints or a daily movement and stimulation of your muscle and your nervous system then there's going to be a consequence of that and i think mm. there's there's a reason why the demand for gp appointments has gone through the roof um, and certainly we're busier than we've ever been um because there is a need out there and i'm not there's other reasons for that as well but i think i would absolutely hold my hand up and say yes we, we, we were out once a day weren't we at one point once a day out for exercise mm. um and that's just not enough, is it? For, yeah. for If you compare it to if you used to get on the train, commute to London, walk from the station to your office, um, all that kind of just humdrum activity that you don't even realise is activity. Mm. I've got patients now who work from home and we literally have found out that if they pretend that they're going to London and they get up at the same time and they go for a walk as if they were going to the station, actually their productivity is better, they're less uncomfortable, they develop ne- less neck and shoulder pain um, and that forms part of the solution as well as doing a little bit of treatment and a little bit of um, rehabilitation, obviously. But it's it's the whole picture um, that I think has shifted, hasn't it, since 2019. I think we are d- 
different human beings in different bodies almost um, uh, that's accumulatively drip fed into the normality now. Yeah, um, it's so it's so interesting. I think um, <clears throat> I was moaning the other day about my shoulder, wasn't I? Yeah. And I have no idea where that's come from. As we explained, mm. it's like I haven't had a trauma. Yeah. I don't, nothing has happened. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just gradually, for some reason, yeah. seized up and it, there's pain there. And I don't know. And I'm going to come and see you. And you're going to help you're gonna me. You're going to get sorted out. I suspect said, it's your rotator cuff, <laughs> but we'll, we'll have a proper look at it. And I won't do it over the coffee um, diagnosis. We'll do it properly. Irritated uh, cuff. Fine. Rotator cuff. Oh, <laughs> rotator cuff. I was like, Rotator cuff. It rotates your shoulder. <laughs> uh, mm. But when you lift your arm up, it gets squeezed slightly in a little anatomical gap between your shoulder blade and your um, top of your arm bone. So it's quite a common thing. That sounds and actually, that's definitely one thing we did see in clinic. Um, so pre-pandemic, I would say my caseload was at least 60% lower backs um, and then the rest a mix of other things and then over the pandemic suddenly the level of neck and shoulder pain and elbow pain interestingly I've never seen so much tennis elbow in my life um, and it doesn't really come from tennis most people it's a repetitive strain injury from um, using the mouse or having your wrist just constantly ready to click that mouse even when you're not actually doing anything you're just ready to do it um, so your extensor compartment on your elbow can get a little bit inflamed um, but honestly I used to see maybe two tennis elbows every couple of months and I've usually got one a week um, less so now that people are moving around a little bit more um, but certainly over the pandemic I, I and I commented with other osteopaths that I've been speaking to like God, have you seen loads of tennis elbows since this started and mm. I guess we were all sitting at our kitchen tables working it wasn't set up as well um, as we could have done and I think also another big thing we've noticed in clinic is when you work from home maybe it's just my patients um, but I think the tendency to get up and go and make yourself a cup of tea or pop down to the shop to get yourself a sandwich or physically move in your day-to-day -day is different when you're at home to when you're in an office. Um, you don't get called to a meeting room to go to a meeting. You don't have to go upstairs to go to the loo. You don't ha have to move very much if you're working from home. Um, and there's that, certainly some patients have said there's that kind of feeling of needing to be available all the time. So it doesn't look like they're skiving. So they're constantly feeling like they have mm. to be on. So they probably yep. put more hours in working from home than they do um, when they're in the office, yep. I guess. Not uh, I've ever had an office job, so I wouldn't really know. Um, this is just what patients have kind of told me. But I can see the logic of it, because if you're in an office and you're somebody asks you to come and have a look at this and you kind of have a move around, then you're going to move more, aren't you? Well, mm. speaking from my own experience, I, I know that I feel pretty much surgically attached to my phone. <laughs> That's yeah. probably not a good thing. <laughs> no, um, but for that, for that very reason that you want... To, I don't know there's a sense of not maybe being as responsive as yeah. or being seen to be as responsive yeah, seem so, to be caught out of yeah. you know because before the yeah. pandemic there was a bit of a oh yeah they work from home wasn't there there was a bit Absolutely. of a oh yeah frowned upon you know, almost by so many yeah. yeah 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 whereas so maybe that psyche has been carried forward mm. and a lot of people I'm sure there are other people who don't but a lot of people are probably working more intensively than they might do if they're in an office setting and certainly there's so if they're doing that as well as they stagger to the stairs, they get down the stairs and they turn on the computer, that's what, 50 steps, if that, for some people, mm. um, rather than, you know, going to the station, parking, walking to the station, getting on the tube, all those kind of steps that you don't really notice that you're doing. No, exactly. Mm. Exactly that. So um, I'm going to go to another song in a moment, but I wondered just before, um, so a couple of tips then for mm. people to maybe avoid having to come you know to, to see an osteopath yeah, so common things yeah. to be, so what really we, simple things yeah. uh, if you're if you're screen based you mean 
Yes. Um, so eye fatigue is a big one. So a lot of the time people get an ache at the base of the knobbly bit of their neck because they're craning their neck forward towards the screen. And one of the causes of that can be that your eyes are getting tired. So if you're looking at small print all the time, the, the muscles that constrict around your iris, I think it is, get tired. So you start craning your head forward and that slides your vertebra forward a little bit and that sustained can cause a bit of irritation. There isn't such a thing as a perfect posture. No. You can't sit in any position perfectly. We are designed to move. We're mobile beings. So we sometimes say slightly cheesily, but the next posture is the best posture. Um, so just keep moving. Have ants in your pants. Move around a little bit. Have four or five different positions. Sit in your left butt cheek. Sit in your right butt cheek. Sit right to the back. Butt to the back of the chair. Butt straight forward. So you have to use your core stability a little bit. Just keep moving. Um, so And eye rests are a big one. So I have a rule with my working from home patients that we try and do... Um, 20 minutes, 20 seconds for 20 yards. So for every 20 minutes you're staring at a screen, you look out the window and use your long vision for 20 metres and you hold it for 20 seconds. So 20, 20, 20. So that you're not sitting there and craning and staying still for a long time. Mm. Sorry, what was the mm. third 20? So you're watching a screen for 20 So 20 minutes. minutes you look up Look 20, 20 minutes seconds. into the distance. So it's using engaging your long vision, so not your short in front of your vision. So when you look at something way in the distance, mm -hmm. you use a different visual system. For 20 um, seconds. For 20 seconds. So that's yeah. just enough to give your eyes a little bit of a break. Mm. Um, and it's why places like call centres have got pictures of mountains or eagles soaring and that kind of thing. I'm sure it's all sort of well-being, but it's I to encourage you to, to kind of use a different kind of visual I thought it was just really so, yeah. badly decorated did you buildings. just a bit cheesy yeah, yeah just, well no I thought it, it maybe was... it was in some places but I can see from a biomechanical perspective why it might be beneficial and certainly just reminding people to take those little eye breaks can be helpful um, as well as just like sitting back and leaning your head oh sorry I've just done it and moved away from the mic sorry <laughs> I've just been glared at back to the mic uh, sorry 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 <laughs> uh, but pushing your head into the back of your seat if it's high enough if you've got a proper desk chair to be able to push your head back and actually engage those neck muscles to just stretch them out a little bit um, but the main message I would say is move um, keep yourself moving mm. there isn't a perfect posture yes absolutely make sure that you've got a separate keyboard and if you're on a laptop for a long time you have to look down so that's going to be more difficult than having a separate screen but you can pick up an extra keyboard for 15 quid um, and then stack your um, laptop um, during the pandemic I was using I'm pretty sure it was a Trivial Pursuit box underneath it to get it to the right height for my eyes. <laughs> so I'd, you know, make do as we did in that at that time. It was at my kitchen table and I'd got things stacked underneath it and um, you get it to a, a comfortable height because when, you're, when your eyes relax, they fall, the gaze falls a little bit. So you want your screen, the main body of your screen to be at kind of straight in front of your eye height so that when you're reading, you're not looking up, mm. um, if that makes sense. Fascinating. I spend my entire life looking down yeah. at my laptop yeah. And I really noticed that. So, yeah. Right, we're going to go to Megan Trainer. Made you look. I know I played it last week, but I just love it so much. And Excellent. you do too. And I do. One of your choices. I do. So. I may have learned the choreography because I'm a loser. Ah, love it. Okay. Oh, no, we're not playing that. We can't find it. <laughs> I thought I'd popped it in. So, actually, what we'll do is we'll go for this one history. You gotta help me I'm losing my mind Keep it in 
Instagram algorithm yeah. has picked up. Yeah, it's <laughs> obviously caught me looking at him for a little bit longer call. and now my stream is full of Harry Styles. Everything about it is Harry Styles. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Right, I um, I promised I was going to go through a few more things that are coming up um, and I've got literally got a, a whole page here but I, I don't even know how, how quickly to do this. I've got seven minutes left but I'm just going to rattle through a few things. Um, <clears throat> so on Friday, I'm actually going to Chester House. Chester House has got this lovely event. We're going to be feeding lambs. There's going to be a chocolate oh. made making um, event it's lovely um so we're actually gonna be bottle feeding the lambs um and there's an easter um easter egg hunt so that sounds really early yeah so we're getting in on that on friday um i'll be putting up all all the information up on my instagram so um take a look that that looks really i love your instagram feed it does i'd love watching like a little voyeur Insta stalker. Um, something else I'm really excited about is I'm actually working with Frosts in uh, Woburn Sands. Um, they have got a style event. It's, at, it's on April the 20th. Um, I'm helping them um, pull together a, a lovely group of people. Um, to, to, two of them are going to be speakers. They've got two stylists. Nice. Um, basically, there's going to be a catwalk there. So, oh. And the whole thing is that they are really upping their game when it comes to um, their, the style, their clothing ranges. They've got Barber in. They've got lots of other names mm. you'd know. Um, and so they're really upping the game they are not just going to be fuddy duddy old uh, garden centre clothing anymore um, so they've got this style event um, tickets I don't, I'm not exactly sure how much they're going to be somewhere between five and eight pounds is what I, I talked to them about last week but as I said it's going to be on the 20th they are um, of April they are selling the tickets now so go and have a look at that because that's going to be great They, I think there's going to be about 500 tickets available and it just sounds brilliant where, where, so, where is Frost? it's at, it's in Woburn Sands right okay Frost and Woburn Sands so that's, so that's lovely I'm, I'm looking forward to that um, I've got a few ideas for you for Easter and I'm going to keep talking about Easter obviously right up and, and probably through Easter but if you've got older kids um, I know it can be a lot harder so I've just talked about mm. a, an event which is a, um, about feeding lambs and obviously your, yeah. your teenagers would literally roll their eyes at you it wouldn't go about, well no, yeah, I've wouldn't. got a 15 year old yeah. that, so, would, that would be met with an eyebrow raise <laughs> absolutely and I'm not even sure mine would be that keen either but the little one would love it so I'm taking the little one um, but I've got some other ideas for you and one of them is Rumble Live Action Gaming um, these are now guys that they'd be into this is brilliant right so they have a new um, a new location opening up in Rutland Water um, but their current location is in Grafham Water so I think they've actually got the two centres now it is essentially a laser quest in the forest. <gasps> it's amazing. Uh, I last went um, at Octo- in October and it was like a nice. Ghostbusters theme type nice. thing. And honestly, it's fab. It's basically, it's, they love it. it's outdoors, it's active, yeah. it's fun, they it's competitive. They to shoot each other, so it ticks yeah. the boys' box. There's, it's non-contact. No one actually mm. gets hurt, not like in paintballing. No, no yeah. So it's just really, really good fun. Yeah. They, as I said, they've got these two centres now. Um, Wiki10, I'm pretty sure it's Wiki10. Have a look on my website. Is the code to get 10% off bookings. Oh, wow. So get amongst that which for that kind of thing would be quite a lot wouldn't it yeah they're usually quite pricey, exactly so. it, and okay. they are very good value yeah. already so having extra this Excellent. episode is brilliant um, another thing we're going to be going to do in the Easter holidays is we're going to Gript. Now, this is not local, but this is down in Surrey. It's just awesome. It's zip wires, go ape sort of type thing. You have to be over 1.4 metres. Um, it is literally adrenaline for adrenaline hungry kids that want to be outdoors, want to do some really fun stuff. Nice. So that's another really good idea. The other one we love is obviously a little jump on the train from Milton Keynes. That's Bear Grylls. Um, it's awesome. You have to be over eight for that one. They have tons of things. Um, archery, shooting, swimming with sharks, climbing, assault courses, high wires. 
axe throwing you can't do axe throwing as a kid bear grills it's in um um oh goodness I'll have to tell you after because it's gone out of my head. But anyway, there's so many things. I also just wanted to give a quick shout out to my lovely friend, Sarah, who runs Nourish Only over Easter. She's got loads of things um, for smaller kids as well. So things like... um, Katie Goddard's painting workshop, uh, a kids' magic workshop, Princess Brunch, Phonics with Robot Reg Easter Special, another painting workshop, um, making a ceramic bowl workshop, and I think that says sparks or sports sports let's go for sports a sports workshop so this is nourish in oni there's just she's got loads of amazing things it's such a great place she's just opened up um and she's lovely so um go and support a new business get your kids there it's it's kind of a play cafe she does and she's such a good cook so she's also starting solids on instagram so she's got amazing food too um, where am I at with my time? Right, I haven't got very long. So I wanted to very lastly say thank you to Susie for joining me. You're welcome. You've Thanks been amazing for today. Me. Thanks for jumping in last minute. I wanted to say hello to Roz if she's listening. She's up in the Isle of Skye. And my love, I couldn't get um, the song that you wanted, but I am going to play Taylor Swift for you. And we're going to go into Shake It Off with Taylor Swift. so much for joining me again on the wiki mama takeover it's been amazing please come back and join me next week on wednesday on stony radio um, from 1 till 2 p.m have a great week yeah, my-